Time now for Rural News with Maya Barry in Otautahi. Kia ora, Maya and some orchardists hit by Cyclone Gabriel have a nervous wait to see how many of their fruit trees survive. Kia ora, Mani. Over two weeks on from the cyclone, industry group Summer Fruit New Zealand says it is unclear how many damaged fruit trees will survive through to next season, but they think losses could be around 10%. Summer fruit includes crops like peaches, plums and apricots. And technical advisor Richard Hill says some stone fruit orchardists in Esk Valley and on Pākōwhai Road will not carry on, but others will be able to tidy up orchards and redevelop when necessary. He says there's no doubt there will be a good supply of summer fruit next season, but there are still concerns. And it's tree health that really concerns me at the moment. I got uh, people I work with from central Otago who had a flood through a couple of their properties a couple of years ago. And uh, any tree that's under stress is going to be under more stress. So how they react from there, we'll find out with time. I don't think we'll know much until spring next year. The trees that die now will we'll know about it. That won't be the majority. It'll be how they wake up in the springtime. It'll tell us a true story. So, yeah, this will take a while. And Richard Hill says it's fortunate that most of Hawke's Bay's stone fruit was harvested before the storm. Meanwhile, a Hawke's Bay sheep and beef farmer says it looks like someone has taken to his farm with a knife, with large slips still moving a fortnight on. Koko Puru Station, which sits between Tutera and Portorino, is still without power and remains cut off by road. Farmer Max Tweedy says they've lost fences, tracks and culverts and sinkholes have appeared on the farm as there's still water trying to escape somewhere. It's become pretty clear that we've lost almost all of our dams as well, so they either silted up completely or the dams, dam walls broke and, and, and that gave sort of more deluge later, you know, uh, further down in, in those gullies and lost more culverts as a, as a result. But, um, yeah, we're probably looking, you know, 30 plus percent of our of, of our steep country is, um, has, has slipped. Um, but with, those, with the tails of those slips, we're not quite sure what the true fallout is yet. Max Tweedy says they're adjusting to the new normal of dealing with damage and navigating stock through country that looks completely different than before. Initially, there was adrenaline and getting to know your neighbours a bit better again. And that was kind of quite cool. It was a bit of feeling of camaraderie. And then I guess the adrenaline wears off a wee bit and it's a bit of shock. And it's kind of decide whether or not this is the new normal. And then now it's kind of like trying to get some routine and some normalcy to what we do, but while still supporting each other because, you know, even though we're isolated, we, we, we can isolate ourselves further. Max Tweedy says the seven families living on the station are coping as they have plenty of food and generators for power. To some other news, and two more sheep and beef farms have been given the green light to be sold to overseas investors who plan to plant them in pine trees for production forestry. The latest overseas investment office decisions include the sale of a 500-hectare farm in western Waikato and a 160-hectare farm near Masterton. The sales were approved under the special forestry test, which is aimed at encouraging tree planting, but has been widely criticised for driving the loss of productive farmland. Last year, the government did announce it would ditch the streamlined test and overseas investors would have to meet more stringent criteria. But those changes don't apply to applications which were made before August last year. 
Some good news, and the three-day Golden Shares International Championships kicked off this morning with more than 370 shearers, wool handlers and wool pressers flocking to Masterton for the event. The Golden Shares has been held annually for more than 60 years at Masterton's War Memorial Stadium. Shearing Sports New Zealand spokesperson Doug Lang says this year's competition will feature 22 titles across the shearing sports and this comes as the event bounces back after two years of COVID-related cancellations. Obviously it's a pretty standard programme from one year to the next year. It all culminates on Saturday night uh, with the open shearing and open wall handling finals. Both of those events have got long-standing competitors depending Records of some years, so Roland Smith from Hawke's Bay in the open shearing, he'll be going, I think, for his eighth win in a row in that event. And Joel Hennardy going for a ninth win in a row in the open wall handling. They're always the two glamour events, but on top of that, there's uh, trans-Tasman shearing and wall handling test matches. And very key to the top events this year is that they carry with some qualifying positions to represent New Zealand in the World Championships, which are in Scotland in June. And for those that can't attend in person, the Golden Cheers are streamed online. And just lastly, the Northland Field Days also got underway today and is providing farmers a chance to come together after what's been a challenging start to the year. Cyclone Gabriel cut power to thousands of farms in the region, as well as damaging roads and crops. Because of the disruption, some dairy farmers had to stop milking their cows months earlier than planned. Dargaville farmer and Northland Field Days president John Phillips says there's over 300 exhibitors and hopefully there'll be thousands of people through the gates. He says they need a strong crowd to help bounce back from the cost of COVID cancellations. It's been pretty tough on um, the field days actually, two years with no income. Yeah, so we've got to have a good one this one. Do you think it's going to be a good opportunity for people to catch up after what's been a pretty um, terrible start to the year? Oh, I think so. With COVID and um, the storms that we've had, it's knocked quite a few people around. That's John Phillips, and the event runs over three days. And that wraps up the rural news for now. Koe rā te o te tai whenua.